0: This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by Baylor Scott & White Health. They're paving the way with a COVID-19 safe care plan so you can keep getting better. Learn more at bswhealth.com slash safe care. And now for a better gardening plan. Here's our friend Neil.
1: Oh, no. Is that what I have to do? Oh, my goodness. Pressure's on me, Stooby. Set me up. Oh, I'll do my best. Thank you very much. Welcome to the second hour. We are here to talk about the plants at your place, the ones that are still there, that survived, and those that didn't. Oh, my goodness. 800-288-9227. Spell that out. It's 800-288-WBAP. And uh, so give us a call if you would like. I have two open lines right now. We have three lines that we use. We have five that we use, and we use... uh, What do I always tell you? Two of those one to call the other so that you don't have to wait so long and brian in south of Cleburne is saying yeah tell me about that at 27 minutes on hold well i didn't get to him last hour that's the problem he'll be my first call up this hour and you would be next if you call right now mike bass is running the boards and uh, he is also uh, answering the phones and i told mike quietly as we went back on the air thanks for keeping me from sounding really bad at the end of that last hour because I got myself all jammed up and you didn't even hear it because he was good he's good at what he does so thank you Mike so I'm very lucky 800-288-9227 today's SPCA of Texas dog is CJ CJ is one and a half years old he's a blackmouth cur mix so there's some other dog mixed in with a great personality He spent some time in a foster home, and he showed that he is funny. He's a curious boy who loves to explore and play with toys. He came to the SPCA of Texas last year through their Animal Cruelty Investigations Unit, so he did not have the best life before that. He can still be a little scared in unfamiliar situations, but he's come a long way. C.J. would thrive in a home with another dog as his buddy. He just loves hanging out with friends and that really bring him out of his uh, bring out his confidence he's quite a smart uh, try this again he's quite a smarty pants and he's learned tricks like sit come stay and down from the staff at the shelter he's a goofy lovable sweetheart and he's sure to be a loyal companion to anyone willing to give him a chance now, you see he's been in a foster home and so they know him even better i had a dog yesterday on klif as my pet of the week who likes to watch college football and and who has learned that if he gets up and acts goofy and runs around the the bedroom that uh, the the guy in the house will get up to go see what's going on and then he runs back and gets the good spot in the pillow (laughs) and so these are goofy dogs and the and the people who foster them get to know them very very well. So anyway, C.J. will be a loyal companion to anybody willing to give him a chance. He's waiting to meet you at the Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center in Dallas. So he has left the foster situation. He's moved on. He's graduated, and he's at the shelter waiting to meet you. To request an appointment to meet C.J., please visit spca.org, spca.org, slash adopt. Just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, C.J. has been neutered, microchipped. He's had all of his age-appropriate vaccines. He will be waiting for his new forever family at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese jones Animal Care Center at 2400 Lone Star Drive at I-30 west of Hampton Road. This dog is a smart dog because of all that stuff that they've taught him to do. He's a quick learner. Adoptions are available by appointment. Adopters will need to submit an adoption inquiry form in order to begin the adoption process and to schedule an appointment to complete the adoption. So again, the way that you can get to meet CJ is to go to spca.org slash adopt. They invite you to browse their available animals, all their animals, at spca.org slash pet Visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog, or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. And that's a lot of uh, URLs to uh, put out on a radio program, but anyway, the important one is spca.org slash findapet, and you remember the name C.J. At the Dallas shelter that's sponsored today by Wortham Brothers Wortham Brothers roofing company oh my goodness are you happy when you have ice and snow on your roof ice and snow melt slowly and that water wicks and creeps and gets under things and I'm using my hands kind of like a creepy thing going under flashing and getting places you don't want water to get and it can find its way into your house if you don't have a really good roof. And then and the flashing is a part of that roof. Wortham Brothers does it right from start to finish. We know I can I can speak from first hand experience because we have a Wortham Brothers roof on our house. They have been Texas' premier roofing contractor, serving the Metroplex with the finest in roofing since 1986. They do slate, metal, clay, and concrete tile. You say, wow, those are unusual roofs. Well, they certainly do composition uh, roofs. That makes up the majority of their work that's uh, Wortham brothers roofing company if you have hail or wind damage left over from other storms or if you just or uh, if your roof is worn out flat worn out from old age you need wortham brothers to come take a look they will be honest with you if you don't need a new roof they'll tell you you look fine it's just fine If you uh, do need a new roof, they are the ones to get on the job. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. They are the company that went on our roof. They are the roofing company that I'm proud to recommend. They are the roofing company that is built on integrity, quality, and innovation. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, 972-562-5788.
0: Now's the time to get back to better. Baylor Scott & White Health is moving ahead so better health can follow, providing new ways of care to keep you safe. Learn more at bswhealth.com slash safecare. And now here's Neil. Thank you, Stuby. Let's go back to the phones.
1: And Brian in south of Cleburne Territory. You have made it to the air. Woohoo! Yeah, woohoo! <laughs> I was afraid we we're going to have to send a crew to wake you up. I'm sorry for that delay. How can I help you?
2: That's okay. It's important to me to get your information on what I need. I'm at my wit's end, and I just want to fast forward out of the freezing days and get to summer because I yes, know that com- that battle's coming, and I do it every year. And I've done everything from plow up, pull up. Over overseed, resod. I'm to the point of hiring goats to get rid of grass burrs across hmm. the front of my house.
1: <laughs> well, they they can be really bad. What kind of grass do you have? Turf grass.
2: It's a Bermuda that I've been that I've went back and resodded and overseed with. Usually comes on in the heat, you know, and don't. The ground looks great during the winters and falls and stuff, but they never fail to come back, you know. All right.
1: I can uh, I can help you. Uh, remember that if you use a pre-emergent weed killer, which is what I'm about to recommend, that you, you do not want to waste your money on Bermuda seed this year because it'll keep okay. it from coming up. Um, okay. what, you, what you want to use would be a pre... Have you used pre-emergent weed killers before?
2: I've used it in spotty areas. I've not used it very heavy in that
1: area Um, well i don't know that heavy is the right word you use it according to the directions on the on the product at at that rate of application not not over but you you need to hit the timing very carefully because once they germinate you don't get a second chance for that entire year the timing in your area south of cleburne uh, might be off by three or four or five days from the Where I live, north of the Metroplex, I mean, it's a little bit of difference. But Mm -hmm. I would say uh, you're looking at the 10th of March and the 10th of June. You need two applications. Have you made two applications before? No, sir. Yeah. Reason is that the the pre-emergent products that that are recommended uh, last about 100 days, and the growing season is much longer than that. And so some of the graspers sit out there and they wait and cross their arms and say, okay, we're waiting. And, and when the pre-emergent has played out, then there always are extra grasper seeds around waiting to germinate. And, and so they'll germinate in the summer and, and then you yes. get a crop later in the summer. So the yes. three uh, uh, ones that are most common are dimension, D-I-M-E-N-S-I-O-N, uh, it is in uh, fertilome products and probably some. Uh, in fact, I know some other brands. Um, Halts is uh, in the Scots product it, now. They keep adding words to the name. I think it's uh, it's uh, Weedex with Halts uh, by Scotts, or uh, I think there's even more to it than that. But but that's their product. In fact, I think it comes up in an ad I have later this hour. Uh, so that's that's uh, a common brand. And then Baylan is also uh, an older pre-emergent that works well, and uh, you'll often find it at at feed stores. And so any of those three, uh, if you apply them about the 10th of March and then repeat about the 10th of June. In the Metroplex, I would say probably this year between the 10th and 15th would be the ideal time. Uh, That could shift later. It won't shift earlier because the soils are so cold right now.
2: Yeah, huh. I was hoping that maybe the frost bit those like it bit everything else, but I doubt it. Let's
1: but I'm glad uh, it did. <laughs> Let's t- yeah, let's talk to the people in Des Moines about whether they ever have burrs or not. I think they'll say, "You bet we do." So <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't think Cole's going to get rid of grasspers.
2: That's wonderful. That's a good option. I, I thought I was making a dent with the single application of stuff, but maybe that's the my issue. Is that there? You make it. You
1: make a three-month dent, and then here they yeah. come. So exactly. that should that should help you. Uh, we used to have a product called MSMA where you could go in and and kill Can't the plants. Can't
2: find it anywhere. Oh,
1: I know. I'm well aware. It's out there. It's available for um, use in ditches for whatever. I think the I reason.
2: found some. I think I found some at a golf course in Oklahoma. I mean, they're just, it's just gone.
1: Well, it's it's available for limited use, very limited use, and it didn't need to go away, Brian. That's the odd thing. Uh, yes, the 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 A stands for arsenic, which is a naturally occurring element anyway. And the way it was uh, recommended for use, it it didn't need to go away, according to the the turf specialists uh, at at universities. But but it you know it had the wrong name in it. Don't get me don't get me started on those regulators. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. But uh, anyway, that's uh, that that should help you a lot.
2: Thank you, Mr. Sperry. Wonderful show. I love it's it. It's
1: Neil, and I appreciate you waiting on me. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. Bye bye. All right. I'm gonna take a break and then we come back to DJ in Weatherford. Wonder if he would uh, he or she would like to adopt a dog named C J. That just sounds like a marriage made to happen doesn't it let me I tell you about neil sprays lone star gardening right now all of the dates you know when when I, I tell you about when to do such and such that's what's in chapter two of this book people have told me from the day that they got the book the first printing of the book they said neil at chapter two you've never had that before that pays for the book that pays that makes the book absolutely uh, justifiable because I've never had anything I've ever uh, published as a book before. I used to have a very brief version of the calendar in my old calendars, uh, but it was about one-fourth as long month by month. This one has 48 pages of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray. That is chapter two of the book. Chapter one is the basics of how to garden in Texas, what you have to know about soils, about climate, um, you know, what, how to choose a fertilizer, things like that. Uh, page 5 of Chapter 1 uh, is the Hardiness Zone map. I'm not going to point this out forever, but it shows why the 1990 map is more accurate uh, now than the 2012 updated map, and this week proves that to be the case. You'll have a hard time finding that 1990 map, but it's on page 5. And so there you have it if you have the book. Uh, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, Chapter 3 is a really detailed chapter on trees. Chapter 4 is shrubs, and then vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. I still have people who say, you know, I've been thinking about getting your new book because uh, I have your old book. It's, it served me well. Folks, that one was last touched in 1991. That is history. It's oh, out of date. Really. This book is nothing like it. It was a completely different format. I didn't even look at the old book as I, as I worked on this new one. And it, I guarantee your satisfaction if you get it and say, no, it looks just the same. Well, first of all, you didn't open it because it doesn't. But secondly, I'll refund the money if you're not satisfied. This book will pay for itself within six months or I'll refund your money. 59,000 copies sold not one request for refund. If people didn't like it, somebody out of 59000 would have asked for a refund. $34.95 plus tax and postage. I will sign your copy. You buy it from the website. I'll sign your copy to this afternoon. I'll be signing from noon on. And so I would love to hear from you. The only place you can buy it's not in stores and not on Amazon. It's a hardback on high-quality paper printed in Texas. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening, you buy it at my website, neilsperry.com. And if you need to call to order it, you can do that Monday through Friday, 800-752-GROW. G-R-O-W, 752-4769. But otherwise, Neil Sperry. Since
0: 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the metroplex, turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams.
1: All right, what a great place that is! And uh, you know, I'll just daisy chain that one into Ace Hardware, another great place, great people. One of the things that is so nice about Ace Hardware, and I didn't know this until I got to uh, uh, I got the chance to start doing ads for them three years ago, Ace is owned by local people. Uh, These are not franchise uh, uh, stores. They're they're not, uh, uh, let me say that again, they kind of are, but what I'm trying to say is they are not a national chain with local managers these are local stores owned by the people who are in the store and that really makes it different because ace is the place with people who want to be friendly and they want your repeat business and they want your uh, your uh, want you to succeed and and be satisfied be happy with what experience you have in the store they're not impersonal at all Quite the opposite. If you're looking for a way to prevent weeds for a beautiful lawn all season long, stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer for Scott's Weed X Prevent. There's that extra word, with halts. A single application of Scott's Weedex Prevent with halts in early spring and then a repeat application in early June can prevent crabgrass and other problem weeds. Rain, snow, or freezing weather won't affect the product performance, so you don't have to worry about the elements after you've applied it. So, as I mentioned uh, to, uh, uh, to Brian, you make the application in early to mid-March, and then you repeat it in early to mid-June, and you'll be on your way. I'd go ahead and, and buy enough for both applications. That Scott's Weedex Prevent with Halts at Ace Hardware. Ace stores, parts of our neighborhoods, local experts with trusted advice you can rely on. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. <music>
0: There's no better time to get back to better, so don't wait. Get the care you need today at Baylor Scott & White Health. Call 888-4-BSW-SAFE to learn more, schedule a visit, or to speak with a nurse. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Stuby. We go to DJ in Weatherford. DJ, this is Neil. Good
1: morning. Good morning, Neil. How are you? I'm doing well. How can I help you?
3: I have several questions, actually. A few years back, we had a landscaper help us do several beds. And um, unfortunately, I lost all my roses to that virus. So I thought that was a big blow. But then, of course, this freeze has done a number. Uh, A couple of my magnolias look pretty brown. And uh, we have a bunch of pampas grasses that we planted. And the landscaper told us every year to cut them back to the ground for their health. And I'm wondering if that would help them. Maybe the center of them survive the cold. I'm not sure. And uh, I would I would only
1: cut pampas. I'm I'm going to be really quick because normally we just take one question per call.
2: Sure, uh, sure.
1: And I have other people waiting behind. Um, the pampas grass is a an evergreen uh, perennial grass. I would only cut it if it has had freeze damage, which it has this year. Uh, You need a machete, you need long-sleeved shirt, leather gloves, and goggles to do it. It is a very wicked grass, very sharp-edged. And yes, I would cut it. You cut it to within about uh, probably 12 or 15 inches of the ground. Um, You need to do it sooner rather than later so that it uh, uh, will uh, sprout out and grow through that Uh, that stubble the reason you need to do it sooner because if you wait at all it will start to grow and send out new leaves and you don't want to cut those new leaves or they will be browned on their ends for the whole season
3: okay great thank you so much my um just fire ants at the base of the magnolia trees i can't i don't want to use killer on them and kill my magnolias so it's kind of one of those use one of the
1: baits and you'll be okay if you use one of the fipronil baits you'll be fine
3: Thanks Neil, have a great day. Sure, I you're- will.
1: Thanks for calling. Thanks for waiting on me. I appreciate bet, that. I All right. Let me go to Mary in Arlington. Mary, this is Neil. Thank you for waiting also. How can I help you?
4: Good morning, Neil. I hope you're, you're right.
1: warm. And- <laughs> oh, we're we're yeah. warm finally. It yes, wasn't, wasn't so warm a week ago. That's right.
4: Uh one of the, my question. We had last spring we planted abelia bushes. They're ty- I don't we got them at callaway Little green leaves with a little white flower on them. They're beautiful little plants. They look, I hope I, like I talked to your screener, I because I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, abelia. Yes. I said, uh, they looked like they had been through the pit, the pit <laughs> right, right now. They still have some tiny green leaves here and there.
1: Mary, uh, was the, were the leaves variegated at all or were they solid green?
4: They were solid
1: green. All right, that helps. There are many kinds of abelias now. There used to be two. There used to be compact abelia and standard glossy abelia. Well, now there are many different kinds. And and my experience has been that the variegated types are a lot weaker than the the solid green ones. So I think you have probably a a better chance with the one that you have or the, the plants that you have of their coming back. But only time will tell. Abelias are winter hardy. Uh, to I think zone six, most of them, but the the variegated types probably are going to be a little little less winter hardy. Time will tell. In this case, uh, there's no reason to race to a conclusion. It's probably too soon to know. Uh, what I posted on Facebook this morning uh, was that twigs are your best indicator, and that plant those plants may not have twigs big enough for you to tell yet, um, but you can you can scratch twigs and see if they're moist and green on the inside. You can also bend them, and if they become dry and brittle, which usually takes a week or two, then those those twigs are gone. If they are green and moist or if they're very pliable and very, very flexible, then then in both those cases, those are, are alive and well. That's
4: good. That's a lovely plant. We just, they're they are, and-
1: Yeah, they are pretty.
4: I appreciate it, and uh, stay warm. God bless. Thank oh, thank
1: you. Thank you for, thank it, you. Thank you for call. the call. Be safe. All righty. Bye-bye. All right, let's see. Let me take a break. We have Eddie in Duncanville asking about pruning roses, and I will probably expand that into other Things, But, uh, Eddie, I'll take you right on the other side of the newscast. Sunburst shutters, the best place to beautify your windows. Uh, Collins Jones is the owner-operator of this wonderful company. Uh, they use polywood as uh, their prime manufacturing material. They also have weathered wood, barn wood, and things of, the, of that sort, and a lot of other innovations that he has brought into their business. But let me just tell you that what got them into that business, well, they started with wood shutters. 30 years ago actually his father was uh, the one who uh, was in the business at that point Bruce is very active in his retirement uh, in in the church business and other things and it's just the nicest family in the world I really enjoy uh, getting to talk about sunburst shutters so let me get back on track though Polywood is a man-made material it doesn't crack or warp or split or peel it looks like wood when you touch it oh it's just a it's a mind trip to touch it feels like you're touching a grand piano it is that smooth Uh, they're they're white or off-white but they can stain them they can it's a faux stain or they can paint them in their their paint booth it's like an industrial auto paint booth and they are beautiful if you need to match some kind of a trim color that you have in your home they can do that for you sunburst shutters custom fit to each opening in your house even if all of the windows are the same. Uh, shape and size initially by the time tape and bed work is done for those windows they're not the same shape and size any longer. Sunburst shutters if you want to see what I'm talking about go to sunburstshutters.com or go to their showroom they'll give you directions or better yet of all let them come to you with samples but the phone number is 214-343-2601 Pollywood shutters by Sunburst Shutters are also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. SunburstShutters.com, 214-343-2601. Get social with us. Like WBAP on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at WBAP
3: 24-7 News.
5: Wherever you want us, whenever you want us. News Talk
3: 820, WBAP. WBAP WBAP.com.
1: Let me I tell you about my electronic newsletter, E Gardens. I'm really happy with eGardens. 17 years we've been doing it. We have right at uh, 70,000 subscribers now. And uh, when you say subscriber to somebody, they say, yeah, what's that going to cost me? It doesn't cost you anything. It's free. It always has been. It always will be. Uh, we say subscribers because you have to trigger that. You have to activate it. And... Um, Uh, It uh, comes from my computer directly to your email. And for 17 years, it has come faithfully at 6 o'clock every Thursday. Unless there was a holiday like Thanksgiving, we would send it out a couple of days early. Well, we counterbalanced that this week. For the first time in 17 years, it came two days late. (laughs) We couldn't get to the office. It was icy. Couldn't get out my driveway. We didn't get mail all week until Friday. We had six days with no mail at our rural house, and Gretchen couldn't get up the hill to get to our office. The insurance companies and and uh, investment counselors, nobody got to the office. We rent a, an office in a building, and the whole building was shut down. So that's Neil Spray's eGardens and why it was two days late. So here is my point. If you want to see what eGardens looks like and see if you'd like to subscribe to it, sign up for it, uh, you can go to my website. It's there now. And I think when you see it, you'll see why I don't want to miss another one of those. Uh, but the, the most recent issue is there. It went out yesterday, right after lunch. And uh, it's at neilsperry.com. Click on the eGardens tab. And right there where you subscribe, you also have the chance to see the February 18 issue. It went out on the 20th, but it says February 18 issue. And uh, you'll see a story on uh, assessing the aftermath. What do we do now? With all this cold stuff, uh, also can we use fireplace ashes in our in our lawn? That's the question of the week and our garden. Uh, also, uh, what impact does the cold have on application dates for pre-emergent weed killers? Also, a story on geraniums to, to, for spots of spring color, and also, and that's that's in pots of course still because we have danger of frost, and also a uh, Uh, our typical every week story of gardening in the next four or five days so that's what eGardens is about take a look at it I think you'll sign up it's at neilsperry.com n-e-i-l-s-p-e-r-r-y dot com click on eGardens
6: 99
1: years serving DFW
6: trending now trending now on WBAP and WBAP.com Texas emergency managers are suddenly in the water business. I'm Dennis Martin at the Rexel USA WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com
7: WBAP first traffic and weather on the rise.
6: Disabled vehicles affecting the number one lane of southbound 35E at I-30. There's an accident on the northbound side of the Dallas North Tollway blocking the right lane at Walnut Hill Avenue. And in Garland, an accident blocks the number one lane of westbound Bush Turnpike, Highway 190 at Brand Road. For WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. Now the WBAP forecast. Cloudy with patchy drizzle this morning. Gradually, that'll become mostly sunny and breezy as the day goes on. Predicted high temperature today, at 60 degrees. Tonight, clear. Overnight low, 32 Monday, lots of sunshine, high temperature in the low 60s. Right now, though, it's cloudy, 49 degrees. Texas Emergency Management Chief Nim Kidd says the state's number one priority right now is distributing clean water. We
5: had ordered 9.9 million bottles of water through our federal partners. We've received 5.5 million bottles of water. 2.1 million have been distributed so far. We expect another million to be delivered. Uh, we will keep that process going. We will continue to use every means of available transportation to get water out.
6: Kidd also says the state will maintain its temporary shelters as long as the need was there. At last report, Encore says it's down to 2,000 or so electricity outages in the DFW area company expects to have most of the problems resolved. Almost everybody, almost everybody, back online later today. From the Rexel USA WBAP 24-7 News Desk, I'm Dennis Martin. Next update at 10 o'clock, 24-7 news coverage at WBAP.com.
1: Thank you, Dennis, very much. Let's uh, talk a little bit about the... uh... The team that sponsors this entire hour and that and has for several years, that's Baylor Scott and White Health. I uh, am proud to have them here. They are the place that saved our daughter's life in 2005 and has meant so much to our daughter many times over since then, has meant so much to our family many times over since then. It's so where our great-granddaughter was born uh, 13 months ago. That's kind of special to us. You bet it is, and uh, so forth, all the way through. Uh, we uh, we are big time advocates of Baylor Scott and White Health. My wife proudly serves on the board of Baylor Scott and White uh, Hospital in McKinney, and so that's how much we think of uh, of uh, them. So I hope that you will uh, look into. Uh, all the fine services that you can get from their professional staff. Nobody ever said you need to be sick to get better. That's why Baylor Scott & White Health has innovated how people get well and stay well. It's where prevention might just be the prescription. Teaching is on the treatment plan, and everyone is always on the same team. It's your team. At Baylor Scott & White, they believe being better is a way of life, and that begins with their commitment to put patients and members at the core of everything they do. They're just fabulous. Uh, Your friends at Baylor Scott and White say better is who we are. It's who we've always been, who we always will be. It's what drives us to look beyond the hospital walls and to push beyond the status quo, never settling for anything less. And it's how we create healthcare experiences that inspire a life well-lived because that's what being better is all about. Baylor, Scott & White Health, changing health care for the better. You can learn more at GetBetterTexas.com. That's Baylor, Scott & White Health.
0: Your latest news, traffic, and weather. Constant need for information. All you have to do is ask. Alexa, open WBAP.
1: Whoa, that was a shorty. Let me tell you about Mueller right now. At Mueller, they believe in value. Their value plus buildings are pre-engineered, and they feature an easy to assemble bolt together design. Mueller's durable roofing panels are hail resistant. They come backed by a 30 year limited paint warranty. But true value never stops at just a quality product at a reasonable price. It shows in the service you receive during your purchase and in how a company stands behind their product after the sale. They understand at Mueller that buying a steel building or metal roof for your home can be a lifetime decision, and Mueller will provide assurance before, during, and for decades after your purchase. At Mueller, you simply get more. You get more for your money. You get more confidence in their company, and that gives you more value. Call Mueller today, 877-2-MUELLER, M-U-E-L-L-E-R. That's 877 268-3553 or visit them online at MuellerInc.com Mueller Mueller means more
0: If you've been putting your health on hold, don't delay Baylor Scott and White Health has added a number of preventive measures to get you back to better. Learn more at bswhealth.com slash And now back to Neil.
1: All right, Stuby, thank you very, very much. Let's go back to the phone lines. We go to Eddie in Duncanville. Hi, Eddie. This is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, sir. How in the world are you? I am well. Thanks for calling. Good to hear from you always. You too. I haven't talked to you in a while. Uh, I'll get this quick. Okay. When is the best time to prune my roses, and when do I put out pre emergent All right, you uh, would want to uh, prune roses in the middle of February, so you're there right now, Um, and that's for bush roses, and uh, you need to make sure, Eddie, when you prune roses that you are not pruning roses that have rose rosette virus. Are you familiar with that disease? Yes, I am, and I had to. I've got to pull up and get rid of one of my roses because of that. All right. Well, be very careful that your other roses are not infected with it because it is spread uh, by wind and a, a microscopic mite. And usually if there is a plant within 100 yards of a, of a rose bush, if there's another rose that has rosette, it's going to spread to the others. My a, goodness. Yeah, it's it, it's a horrible disease. So okay. keep a close eye on the others and take them out if they show uh, rosette. But, yes, pruning is, is something you would do in the next week or so. Uh, the timing for pre-emergent weed killers would be uh, about the 10th to 15th of March and then repeat it 10th to 15th of June.
6: Cool. That was a very efficient response. You bet.
1: I try to be efficient. <laughs> okay thank you sir you are welcome have a wonderful day thank you for the call all righty bye-bye all right let's go to david in cleburne david this is neil good morning
7: hey good morning sir how are you doing today
1: i'm well thanks for calling
7: hey i had a question so this is my first freeze and unfortunately i didn't put any kind of cover over my uh elephant ears and i went out there yesterday to go look at them and every single one of them are soaked with water that they've all fell over so my question is, is, if I cut them down to the ground, will they survive, or do I just need to pull them all up and replant them? All
1: right, so what did they look like 10 days ago?
7: They were standing up. Um, the, the Actually, one of them was trying to sprout right before the freeze, surprisingly. And <clears throat> then when the freeze hit, all, that, all the uh, snow, it melted, soaked them, and now they're all laying over. Um, they looked, like on the inside of them, it looked kind of – i seen a little bit of black
1: through the stem. No, I'm, I'm okay with, yeah, I'm not worried about what they look like now. I know that. What I was wondering is why were they growing 10 or 15 days ago? How tall were they?
7: They were probably about mid-height. Um, I'd say a good foot and a half tall, maybe two. All right. I, I did, I cut them down and I did the same to my cannas. I cut them down to about almost ground level. I tried to get them all about even, and the cannas are brown, and now these things are. All right, don't don't over. worry
1: about where they are now. I'm looking back two weeks ago. I'm trying to figure out why they were growing already. Are they on the south side of your house?
7: Uh, they're all in the front of the house and on the side. Uh, there was only. Are one they one on the, the Are
1: house. they on the south side of your house where the sun was hitting them?
7: Yes, one of them
1: okay. was. Okay, and that's that may be why they were premature and. In sprouting, that's very early for them to be growing. Um, I think there's great chance that uh, the elephant ears will be lost. The cold was sufficient enough that uh, that they may be lost. They normally will make it through our winters, but this one was 20 degrees off normal, and uh, so I I would not. I have elephant ears, and that's one of the few things that are one of the last things I would expect to come back uh so i i don't know about yours but i think there's a good chance mine were not even offering to sprout out they're not even close to being ready two weeks ago uh but uh the fact that they went from trying to grow to uh, four inches of snow is a a pretty awful thing to happen to elephant ears they're tropical plants so time will tell but I, i the fact that they're black and mushy i think tells you that they have frozen badly uh the um uh, what, what was the other plant that you asked me about? I'm sorry, everybody's hitting me with plants. Well,
7: I, I had I had the cannas and the cannas, elephant ears. Cannas, cannas
1: should be fine. Cannas are okay. grown. the The biggest canna farm in the world is in in uh, west of Oklahoma City. I think cannas will be all right.
7: Okay, so even if I cut those elephant ears back down to the root, there,
1: there's no point in even trying i'm saying wait there's nothing no reason to rush but i don't think there's any root left i think they froze the ground froze everything froze but that's what i'm guessing and uh, the only thing i can suggest to you is why worry about it now when uh, you will know for sure in 10 days what are you going to do with that soil in the next 10 days are you rushing to plant something else there and, and probably yeah, no, not. No, I
7: just, yeah. they're, they're just mushy. And I just, yeah, I, we, they were beautiful. Yeah, they got David, so
1: big. Doesn't matter at this point. I think just wait and see what happens.
7: Okay. Uh, All okay. right. Thank
1: you. Appreciate your call. Thank you. All right. Um, so I think patience is the byword here in a lot of things with perennials, especially. Just wait and see what comes. We have tropical perennials. Uh, for example, uh, Mexican bush salvia. There's not much way that's going to survive. Mexican um, uh, bird of paradise, not much way. Um, Gold Star Esperanza, not much. not much way it's going to come through this far north. I don't think it's going to make it through in San Antonio, probably. They, uh, in some respects, had a worse impact of the winter than perhaps we are because they stayed down around freezing for a long, long time, and they're not used to that. Uh, same with Houston. Houston went to, what, 10 or 12 degrees, and that's just just unheard of for Houston. Um, everybody in this area is posting photos of sago palms. What happened? What happened to my say? It should never have planted sago palms outdoors in North Texas. That's just, just a horrible plant. It's a Zone 9 plant. It's off by 20 degrees, ever having a chance to make it. So... Uh, anyway, that's that's where we are. But these these plants are are not able to come back from their roots in our area, so that's kind of where all that falls. Um, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. This is a book that will help you as you replant this spring, help you make good decisions about timing. Uh, That's what chapter uh, two is, the uh, calendar of when to do things. And then as you look through the book and you see the hardiness zones of various plants and you see uh, what plants are the best plants, you can pick and choose the plants that you want uh, to plant and you not make mistakes. Uh, Deal with a Texas certified or master certified nursery professional at an independent local nursery and get advice from that person, you'll make good decisions. Don't go to the national chain box stores because those folks are bringing in plants that were bought at a national level. They may or may not be adapted. My book will let you know what plants are adapted for your part of Texas. That's why I wrote it. 344 pages, 840 of my best photos, and uh, chapter three is on trees. Chapter four is on shrubs, a whole chapter telling you what are the best shrubs, Chapters uh, uh, 5 and 6 are, sh- are vines and ground covers, and you have annuals and perennials and lawns and fruit and vegetables. It's all in the book, a whole career of what I've learned I have put into this book. I, I self-published it so that my editor, Carolyn Skye, graphic designer Cindy Smith, and I could, could put the book together the way that, that we thought it needed to be. So satisfaction is completely guaranteed or I'll refund every penny that you have spent on the book. And it's only thirty four ninety five plus tax and postage. I sign every copy as they sell. They're sitting on our dining room floor and I'll be signing this afternoon watching Ohio State and Michigan play, rooting for the Buckeyes. And even if you're a, a Michigan Wolverine, I will sign a book for you. <laughs> but don't ask please don't ask me to say go Wolverines. Please don't. But anyway, I'll, I'm signing books this afternoon. I'll have them in the mail tomorrow. Last week's orders go in the mail tomorrow. I couldn't get out our driveway. 34.95 plus tax and postage. Not in stores. Not on Amazon. Order it at neilsperry.com. N e i l. S P E R R Y dot com. If you need to call my office to order it, you can do so weekdays. Eight hundred seven five two grow. Eight hundred seven five two four seven six nine. But the better way by far is to call uh, is to order online at neilsperry dot com. Do it now. When the people at Advanced Foundation Repair called to say they wanted me to do ads for their company, I told them I'd need references, people for whom they'd done work. I spent several weeks checking them all out, and the reviews were just fabulous. That was more than 20 years ago, and people are still thanking me for referring them to these leaders in the foundation repair industry. Affordable, innovative, honest, punctual, it's advanced foundation repair. 214 333 0003, foundationrepairs.com. All right, Arborological Services for the finest in tree care. You know how much that tree is worth in your front yard, that big, valuable shade tree. Well, there's your key word, valuable. Take care of your trees. Get the best in the business out there to care for your trees. They have more than a dozen International Society of Arboriculture certified arborists, college degreed plant pathologists, horticulturists, and foresters. Three of their people have been selected as Arborists of the Year for the whole state of Texas. There's one person per year that gets that award and they have three of them. They have an 11-time Texas State Tree Climbing Champion on their team. This is the company that has the pros, and you need them on your trees. Eight, six, six. 552 7267. Make note of that phone number. Sometimes it can be a little hard to track down. That's Arborological Services, arborological.com. Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc. Twitter, at the tree experts. For all of your tree care needs, from routine tree care all the way to heroic tree salvation, they can help you at 866 866- 552-7267, Arborological Services.
0: Now's the time to get back to better. Baylor Scott & White Health is moving ahead so better health can follow, providing new ways of care to keep you safe. Learn more at bswhealth.com safecare. And now here's Neil.
1: Thank you, Stuby, very much. Normally at that time you would have heard a recording like you did last hour of my pastor, our pastor. Pastor Dr. Tommy Brummett of the First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney, but we have gone that one better. We have Tommy live right now, and I realize that I have just talked about tree salvation in that last ad, Tommy. <laughs> so, <laughs> we so,
5: love talking about salvation.
1: I We're thought you might. Yes, we do. <laughs> That's right. And so I would like to give you the chance to invite people to our worship service in about
2: uh,
1: 15 minutes. That's right. At, at 10.05, we will be uh,
5: celebrating worship in our sanctuary and invite you to join us at sharingtheheart.org. Uh, I'll be preaching that service. Uh, Pastor Abe will be preaching at eleven ten in our contemporary service. And Pastor Stacy is preaching uh, from our Melissa team at 1030. All of that can be found at
1: sharingtheheart.org. All right, and I just want to make uh, things perfectly clear, make sure I understood the words. This will all be virtual. There is uh, no in in the sanctuary service quite yet. Is that correct?
5: No, 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 no. All virtual uh, for a little while. Oh, we're starting to get people vaccinated. Our infection rates are going down. We're watching those numbers. It will be soon when we're back together, but we think our first course is to do no harm and so we are, we are sticking with that for just a little while longer, uh, but, but worship with us online, lots
1: of folks do, and we would be glad to have you join us. We're looking forward to it. We've had our shots, Tommy, so we're, we're about two weeks away from being ready.
5: <laughs> oh, congratulations. That's, I've heard that story from a lot of people, and, yes, and it
1: just gives me great
5: hope. And that's what we're going to talk about this morning. We're talk about hope and, and looking
1: through the season of Lent toward Easter. That's wonderful. We will be there with you. Thank you, my friend. Sharingtheheart.org, the First United Methodist Church, downtown McKinney, Pastor Tommy Brummett. Thank you, Tommy. Bless you, Neil. Bye, now. Okay, bye-bye. All right. We go from T- uh, Tommy to Tammy. Tammy is in Prosper. Tammy, this is Neil. Good morning.
3: Hey, good morning, Neil. Yes. So um, my question is, we are just moving to Prosper and looking to put a new tree in our front yard Uh, We have a front yard that's on the east side of our house, gets about three hours of direct sun, and then the sun gets behind our house and basically shaded front yard. Um, We're trying to decide between a Japanese red maple or a trident maple. We have heard a Japanese red maple may not be able to take even the three hours of sun. Just wondering what would be your choice, the the Japanese red maple or the trident maple?
1: Okay, Japanese and red maples are two different trees, completely different. Red maples are the maples that give the fall color in New England. Japanese maples are the the, the small trees that are understory trees. Um, I think you're talking about Japanese maples that have, and, and the regular, I'm not trying to complicate the conversation. Japanese maples, the original species, Japanese maple has green leaves, but there are many, many different cultivars, different varieties that have red foliage. And so a lot of people refer to it as, as red maple, and it's not really the true red maple. Um, I think you're talking about Acer palmatum and then a variety like blood good or one of the other red leaf types. Uh, those okay. need shade. I think if you put them in any sun, they will scorch badly, and three hours would be enough. They'd be beautiful, uh, but the mature height of those is... Uh, depending on the variety. There are several hundred varieties. Depending on the variety, you might get it to grow to 15 feet tall. I have uh, 15 or 20 of them in total shade in my landscape, and the tallest one I have is 15 feet tall. Uh, Red maple, by comparison, uh, gets uh, 25 feet tall, but it has a short life expectancy, I think. It's not my favorite tree because of cotton root rot and because their trunks tend to have a lot of of sun scald issues i think your best tree would be if you want a smaller tree is that the you know it says on my screen here replace live oak live oak is too big for what you have
3: yeah we've got one of those little small yard you know front yards and a little you know um, um hoa community there in prosper and the the, the live oak is just going to get way too I,
1: I have no idea what these cities and what hoas are thinking when they approve live oaks i love live oaks the wingspan of live oaks is 75 feet
2: yeah, and nobody crazy.
1: nobody looks at that and the trunk diameter of a live oak is 3 to 4 feet I don't know what they're thinking when they put them in parkways El Dorado Parkway just west of of uh is a good example in McKinney. They're getting squared from all sides. Uh, Lake Forest, just uh, north of uh, Virginia in McKinney. I'd live in McKinney if you can't tell. Uh, It just makes no sense. You're wise to make that change. Uh, Your best choice would be uh, probably a Little Gem Southern Magnolia, or if you want something smaller, a Teddy Bear Magnolia. Great in partial shade. Get it out away from the house far enough that it won't become lopsided because of the shading. But they're, they're beautiful evergreen trees, and they're, they're high-quality trees that will do well for you in Prosper. They'd be beautiful. They're slow-growing, so buy a bigger one, invest in that, and then save some money somewhere else in your landscape to, to make up for it. But they're, but they're beautiful trees. Other good small trees would be uh, red buds, Mexican plums. But I would give those a grade of B. I'd give the magnolias A+++. plus plus plus.
3: Okay. Any other ideas for a deciduous? You you really think the... The two I gave you
1: are the two best. Okay. Yeah, Mexican plum plum or... or, The
3: redbud and the Mexican plum. Okay.
1: I'd I'd probably do Oklahoma redbud, but its life expectancy is... a Golden rain tree would be a third one, and they're all going to last 25 or 30 years.
3: Okay, great. Thank you, Neil.
1: You bet. Have a great day. The uh, the magnolias are likely the last... uh, uh, Oh, gosh years. So anyway, join me on Facebook. You'll see a very special offer I've made on Facebook uh, for you to post photos. Happy gardening!